Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Scratch, the show where we let real stories out. The following is a legacy episode, back when the show used to be called Tuesdays at 2 from 2019. Are you getting tired of these yet? Well, good news for you. The new episode of The Scratch, new format, with new stories and new guests begins. The first episode is coming out January 14th. We will be streaming the audio live on Facebook to allow those who are used to tuning in Tuesdays at 2 to catch up to be able to hear those. But then they will also be available on Spotify and here directly on Anchor FM as well. Welcome to Legacy episode number 9. This is an awkward but very fun interview with Drew Long, who is another content producer with the VidMonster Productions team. We get to learn a little bit more about him his background, and what really makes him tick. This initially aired on October 8th, 2019, as episode 32 of Tuesdays at 2. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tuesdays at 2. We're excited that you're joining us for all one of you who is with us right now. So, I'm excited to bring on today, Drew. How's it going? Oh, great. Just great to be here, Sam. (laughs) Was kind of pressured into it, but you know, it's fine. Right. So guys, last week I had mentioned that we were going to have on Josh Smith from Community Ed. We had a little bit of a uh, scheduling issue there, so we'll have him on shortly. Uh, So very last minute, uh, I pulled Drew out of the editing bay (laughs) into his comfort zone. Oh yeah. This is your comfort zone. No, it's not. This is not my comfort zone. It's why I stay in the editing suite behind the scenes, you know, Yeah. not in front of the camera ever. (laughs) Well, guys, Drew is our newest uh, content producer, so he is mainly editing. So what have, what have you been working on? Um, just a lot of interviews, just every day. All sorts of doctor interviews or interviews at warehouses and, and businesses like that. But uh, I'm sure you already know that. But mm-hmm. yeah. I do, but they don't. Well, that they, is they've true. They've seen your that, picture. That is true. That, they don't know it. But... <laughs> Just more than interviews too, but that mainly right now that's that's kind of the cycle of work that I'm in. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, this is awesome. What do you what do you, so what do you like about what do you like about um, editing process? I mean, I know personally, like I like and I found a really cool ability in anything interview documentary to like really like craft and like the story ma- manic- manicure what's already there. Yeah, I, I like that element of what we do. I, I do too. It's um. Because sometimes it's hard for people during an interview, like now, to say exactly what they want to say. You know, <laughs> this one's not going to be chopped up, though. That's, but no, exactly. Right. But but when you can look at it and you have the ability to to chop it up and then kind of put together the story the best way that you can see it, I, I love that process. I really do. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the sound and color correction, and then putting in video over audio that would make sense to keep telling you know in the viewer's eyes i like to put myself there as best as as i can mm-hmm. yeah so, a lot of people don't um, understand that like amount of background um that it takes to get to that level so like you don't just like pick up and you're like oh, i'm gonna craft this together like yeah. when you watch when you watch anything on tv anything on pbs anything wherever it's been manicured and put together and really condensed in a way that's more consumable yeah exactly so if people only watch only raw interviews if yeah <laughs> it could it could drive somebody insane honestly if, if that's all they watched all the time but um that's where it starts that's where any piece no matter how it is it starts just from those raw clips and being put together you know but mm-hmm. 
Which you already do know that, but... Well, I my, do, but they don't. This is I know, I know. This is my first time. This, this isn't for me. Dude, we all. have another viewer. All right. Heck yeah, we do. Um. <laughs> so tell, oh. tell me, and by proxy, all four people watching now, <laughs> and hundreds and millions later, okay, maybe hundreds, um... Hopefully not How, hundreds. What, uh, hopefully hundreds. Yeah, I don't want hundreds of people. Do you want this thing to be successful or not? I do. <laughs> okay. Tell, I guess, how, how you found us. How Your path from starting to work professionally, school to kind of here. What was that like? Well, in school, it, it, it took me a while to figure out exactly what I wanted to do in the broadcasting field. Um, and then when I started to really take an interest in editing, I would, you know, I would spend nights and, and weeks looking up different places like video production companies that did this kind of thing and then the first one that i saw and would always pay close attention to was VidMonster. from the beginning when you guys first came out a few years ago i was like oh well you know here's this place in town where i go to school didn't think that would happen and they're growing and then um I graduated and applied for about 12 different jobs and got turned down by six. And then, uh, <laughs> then you sent me a, a, a great email one day and it, uh, and, and yeah, here I am. It's just nice. I don't, I don't, I, there's probably the story started good and then it didn't end very well. I'm glad yeah. you think that we know what we're doing. Well, we, <laughs> I mean, well we, we know where we want to go. We know the type of people we want to work with and we're focused on building relationships with people. And, and that's more important than anything. Like we know what we want this to be from an outsourced editing standpoint, from an outsourced full production standpoint, yeah. but there's an element of surprise in, in, in the direction that you go. So you've, you saw it from the point that it was just like, I think it was just me and then a business partner. And then like, I think even, even maximum before we trimmed back down and moved over here. Like we've yeah. never, we've never had this many people. So this is exciting. It, well, and it was, and thank you for helping us tip the scales. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Of course, <laughs> I mean it's uh, it was exciting for me just to sit down, especially the first few weeks when I really got to see everything that you guys are doing is so much more than just editing or or outsourcing video. I mean the whole process of meeting clients and going out there to shoot, you know, going on three different shoots a, a day for three different clients is just it's crazy to me the kind of work that everybody around here puts in and then here I am just sitting in my chair down the editing suite, you know, everybody needs working on it. Oh, well, you know, it's, you know, um, it's fine. It's, it's exciting to see how, how fast you guys are growing, especially since, you know, I found I mean, out you guys, about we, you, it is a, we, it is well, a team, all of us, but <laughs> I'm just a small part of the process. Very small. But well, every, everybody, every, every brings, step counts, brings, there are pieces to play. Jennifer and I are very front end with oh, yeah. meeting people, figuring out their expectations. And then even through all of it, even though I have you editing and then Hannah editing and shooting, Evan as our full-time creative director, approving concepts, going on site and Nick managing, you know, a little bit of editing, but also just the, the production management of everything and schedules and all of that. I still end up editing. I think everybody here, except yeah. for maybe Jennifer at some video. point. Yeah, right. I'm the owner and I, and I edit a lot. I well, just, it's it kind of, it's editing is so important to our process. Like I'd say compared to other places is that we, oh, we've really focused on it to the point that there are um, agencies that you're aware of that 
you know, reach out to us to specifically edit their video. Mm-hmm. Some are video production companies. They reach out just to edit. Their just video. for you to have to just do a small part of the whole. Well, it's not a small part. It's half the process. But I mean, editing so huge, and and I think that not a lot of people realize that either. Is that other video production companies will come to you, or people will just give you raw footage just to you know make them that video because mm-hmm. our product's so good. And I, I mean, it, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I don't. I'm not used to doing this kind of thing, but uh, oh yeah, but no, I'm I'm very happy to be here. I can't tell you how uh, grateful I am for the opportunity mm-hmm. and to well, be able to work with such a team like this. Not if if people could see behind the scenes how we all work together. It's it's pretty amazing to put together all these videos. Well, it's it's fifty fifty, right? Like there's. There's people who will see us behind the scenes who have worked in the industry and know the type of sense of humor that people who work in this industry yeah, have. Yeah. And they will be like, wow, they really know what they're doing, especially for their age. Here's what they're um, creating. How can I get my hands on you know, working with them? And then there are other people who will not understand our sense of humor. No. And just be like, are they? <laughs> I think one of the comments I had made almost like a year ago with a client who works with us on a regular basis. Now I asked them, what does, what did you think the very first time, not editing wise, but the first time you shot with us, they were like, you all were having such a good time that I was concerned that the end product wasn't going wasn't to be, gonna good. be but good. By proxy, I had a good time. And then the end product was great. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like we, I don't know. Well, it, it, it might be a misconception when people, especially how you or Nick or Evan act or Hannah all act together on set, you know, it could definitely create a misconception of these guys are goofing off and they're not taking it seriously, but really we're just trying to make the client comfortable and make the whole situation comfortable because in the end it does help with the editing process and the shooting and just to create a better story and product. So, I mean, nobody wants to be put on camera with a bunch of, people that aren't talking or, you know, everybody's angry and stuff, it's going to frighten everybody who's on mm-hmm. camera and then therefore create a, 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 a worse video because nobody was comfortable to begin with. So mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can you can tell that just based on footage you get, like how, what sort of scenario they created, like around the camera. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're big on making people comfortable as far as the equipment loadout, um, especially if it's interview-based, you know, we bring what we need, but we try and not make it intimidating to where, like, bright lights and you can't see past and it just like we try and make everything really comfortable for everybody like well even, even the stuff you've worked on recently it, it, in interviews and that whole process what you will say and what anybody here will say before a client or anybody or a talent starts speaking on videos that this is a conversation we are having a conversation you we're not putting you on the spot this isn't don't think of it as an interview think of this as a normal conversation that's something that you guys we do very well at is just Mm -hmm. you know bringing that comfortability to to our clients so Mm -hmm. like i did before we hopped on here and i was like drew yeah here it's like well for that we have to fill 10 minutes and look it's already like 11 minutes. i know and here conversation exactly and i uh, was not comfortable about 10 minutes ago at all (laughs) Uh, (laughs) he had to pretty much drag me up the steps to get up here um, Mm -hmm. and do this but yeah so here we are exactly Mm -hmm. point proven so i don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. How was uh how was your fishing vacation? Oh, uh it was it was good. I drove nine and a half hours to Michigan to see my family, grandpa and uncles, and we fished 
three days out over yeah for three days straight and i caught two fish so nice drove yeah a total of about 19 hours for two fish but it was worth that's it that's like 67 I percent mean. of a fish per day yeah pretty much and <laughs> and then you know but uh it, it's it's a good time if anybody appreciates fishing especially for for bigger fish like trout and salmon it's you know it's worth it once to to fish a whole week and only catch one fish that's like a good a good trip yeah. Nice. You could. I could have caught nothing, but mm-hmm. uh, still a great time seeing my family. That so. would have made it more like the the sitcom that we had. In yeah, life. that we had my Drew's fishing trip on the Drew, calendar. Drew's fishing vacation starring mm-hmm. Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's because of the beard and the laugh. I, that's why you said it. That was the <laughs> actor to play my spot. Yeah, it probably would work out pretty well though if he was. It'd be pretty fun. I'd watch Crit- that. Critics are saying, I've never been so bored in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this for three straight days and we caught nothing. <laughs> we caught nothing. Nice. But played a lot of poker. Got a lot better at gambling, which, I, you know, that could be a, a bad thing, arguably. But <laughs> it was still fun, though. So. I found it funny growing up. Like, around the time I started making videos, we were always playing, like, Hold'em, like, oh, yeah. in, like, our friend's basement. And I'm like... We're like 13 years old. Like, why are we so concerned about getting good at holding? Exactly. As if that's going to be relevant to us anytime soon. And now we're all old enough to be like, hey, who wants to go to a casino? And everybody's like, no, I don't want to go to a casino. (laughs) Now it's it's losing real money instead of just nickel dimes and quarters, which is what I grew up playing too. But it's funny. Mm -hmm. Kids learn up playing that game, you know, but. uh, Learn how to lose money before we learn how to make money. Yeah, maybe it helps in the long run for people to save or not just establish really bad habits from the get-go who knows this conversation took quite a little oh, turn yeah. there no, it's got to get philosophical <laughs> episode i think 24 25 i had mckenzie from hospice here and we talked about death <laughs> okay well the process of like because she works at hospice yeah so talking about the um how they deal with that internally and that's kind of where the conversation went and then 10 minutes later like we're still talking about death (laughs) we're just talking about drew's fishing vacation yeah and how that turned it (laughs) and gambling and poker yeah the the root gambling problems you know start and for kids i I don't know starts young i guess that's how that conversation turned at least the standard like it was i wasn't setting that standard for weird or dark uh conversation topics it's already been it's already been reached but, it's my fault uh, i drive us that direction and now, and now here we are and how do we get out exactly mm. these are the questions um thoughts where do we get where do we go from here um i'm not sure a lot of people know i guess about the like our contractor program and kind of what that's like and like what the that fact was that you, i yeah, guess yeah i mean that that's still going to exist on like the filming side okay so we um for those who don't know do a fair amount of there's there are jobs that just take more people or there are scenarios where we might have three or four shoots to cover on a weekend and in those cases when there's only six of us total, four specifically dedicated to production, and then me kind of with my feet in both worlds, there's only so many people you can have. If you've got three shoots with two people on them, do the math, you're a person or too short. And so we've really focused on getting 
um, students, freelancers, people who work independently involved to be able to do some of that stuff. So that's how you started. That is how I started. So, um, and that, and it was nice, uh, cause it helped me get my foot in the door and really just get comfortable with how things worked around here and the whole process in itself. And, um, you know, you guys would just let me know a couple times a week or a couple days a week if you had any projects that need to be worked on and I would come in and, um, and I would just, and it would, there were different things too. It wasn't just all interviews. You know, I think there was a mini doc and a music video and something else you guys had me work on in the beginning, but it was just that for rare, like that variety and just really getting comfortable at first before you guys put me on part-time. So I, I thought the contractor program was a great idea and still is, especially for those to have freelance shooters. Cause not, I can't go out and shoot. Unfortunately, I don't have enough experience, but there's plenty of people who've been doing it for a long time that would, you know, love to have just a gig like that. Mm-hmm. But well, you're, you're a rare bird and that there are a lot of people and you're a rare, whatever animal you want to be, <laughs> I guess. But that's just a that's, bird, that's I guess. Term. Yeah. You're a bird. Um, you're you're a rare gorilla you're rare rare something um maybe a bear right yes in in the fact well we'll get to which animals (laughs) that's a whole different um right Um, um but you're rare in the fact that there are a lot of people who work in our industry who want to like their main goal is i want to be a film director yeah and I want to shoot all my own stuff and I want to edit all of my own stuff. And they never hone in on an area, just like one thing that they really want to get good at. And you've done a good job of just focusing like, I want to be a great editor. Now, you've always expressed interest in learning about the other parts because that can only help you become a better ed- yeah. better editor. But Well, and that's just, I would love to be more hands-on to, and to be able to get out in the field as well. I mean, I think both of those together you know it's just it's it's just 50 50 it's shooting it and then editing it too but um but no i I, i've always felt more comfortable editing and and i just i feel like you're in more control when you edit you know you can just really sit back and just be creative and and let it all sink in before you create that story which is harder to do when you're on a set in the field you know you can't anticipate what you want to shoot. You just need to be open-minded and shoot all the best things that you can. So then later on an editor mm-hmm. or anybody who's editing it can put it together correctly. But there's a little bit of anticipation, a little bit more like casted and shot listed out and yeah. stuff like that. But a lot of the stuff we do is documentary style. So you're right. It's a little off the hip. Yeah. Kind of random there. I've always liked that about editing and the fact that you have a finite number of variables to deal with. And it's like just, solving a very complex puzzle and just yeah. pulling all the pieces out that work and creating something it is it's like putting together puzzles all day but mm-hmm. oh, which which i love that anyway so mm-hmm. but so so you'd be a bear i'd be a bear sitting in a cave yeah. putting together puzzles not in front of a camera you know yeah yeah that's okay <laughs> well i'm glad you're here in front of a camera <laughs> i know um <laughs> I hope that this has been a good podcast, man. Uh, hey, I'm just saying. I I know I'm not Josh. Maybe, uh, uh, who is your original guest? Josh Smith Josh, from Josh Community Smith. Education. Yeah, yeah, we're we're excited to have a conversation, and we'll have that again at some later point. Yeah, um, 
but yeah, we've we've done a lot of work with them. I'm not sure if you've seen the highlights and the promos and stuff that Nick has Nick yes. has driven a lot of that. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah. Thanks for breaking out of your comfort zone. Oh well, thanks for uh... everybody. Vote below on what animal I would be. <laughs> Koala I'm, bear. I'm, I'm, oh, okay. bear, maybe. Maybe a. Uh... Everybody's just a type of bear. Okay. Well, you're just cuddly, man. You know what I mean? Just. Yeah, little known fact, I, I go and cuddle all of our editors. <laughs> all of them. It was the selling points why I stayed. Right. Yeah. It, sure. was that, it was that first cuddle that really <laughs> that really sold it. A boss who cares, really. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I could yell yell and ask Evan or Nick about their first cuddle and they'll they'll tell you. <laughs> they'll tell you about their first cuddle. It's getting weird now. Yeah. The, I don't know. <laughs> Some employees, it's a little more of a handshake. Oh, Jennifer! Jennifer says I'm an otter. An otter, like, P- like PB and J otter. No, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that PB and J otter. You don't remember PB and J otter? Uh huh. Okay, hold on. PB and was yeah, this a show or? Yeah. Yeah, but you're like ten years older than me, so I don't know. I'm not 10 years old. Actually, I'm not I think that you're old. Just you don't remember this show? It was on Playhouse Disney? No, I don't remember this show. I never... Oh, yeah, I do. So I didn't I'm know the, they were I'm the otters. Red. I'm the red one. <laughs> or I'm the, I'm the dad, actually. I can be the dad. Evan would be the red one. I think I do remember this show actually. It's starting to come back to me. All right, that's that's Good little yeah. Little that's enough trip of that. Down memory little, lane, yeah. right? That that was a it was a trip for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that this conversation has gone off the rails like yeah. eight thousand times, <laughs> I think it's probably a good time to hang this sucker up. But everybody, we'll be back next week with I guess we'll figure that out. Um, and yeah, I, I love getting to do this. I love that you all tune in and ask questions and that on a weekly basis, we get to kind of catalog the journey really <laughs> with different people. So, well, thanks for being willing to jump on here last minute. Yeah. Maybe next time I'll have more stuff to talk about a little bit more prepared and comfortable, you know, well, the, I, you don't need to prepare it. This is just a conversation. Remember? <laughs> remember? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> all right, y'all. It was awesome doing another Tuesdays at 2, and I think we're leaving. I think we're going out. Peace out. See you all next week. <laughs>